Christian Wives, Keepers of the Home. I grew up in a household where my mother was a housewife. In those days, in the 60s and 70s, that was still a very respectable and esteemed vocation. My mother was usually tired by the end of the day in her earnestness to be a good housewife, to get everything done, but was still longing to do that next thing. I remember her saying many times, women's work is never done, honey. It was not a cliche to her, it was honest truth, as she would say. My mother loved her job. She loved cleaning, cooking, and decorating her home. She mostly loved caring and serving her husband and family. As wives and mothers, we live in a world that no longer esteems nor respects the housewives and their work. But remember, we're not women of the world, but we are women of God. We love what God loves, and we hate what God hates. God's calling in our lives is not the business of the world, but they sure do think it is, and sometimes the church joins in. When I got married in 1982, there were less housewives that loved serving their families. There were more divorces even in the church. I was warned to go to college in case, you know, that marriage goes south. I didn't realize it then, but as I look back, I realize it was very much now that the church was joining the world in the ungodly alliance of feminism. God said that wives should love their husbands and children and be keepers of the home. But someone, somewhere, back in time, decided culture changed, and many in the church decided the church needed to adjust also. Why would the church follow the world into such a defeated and ungodly system for the family that was so doomed to fail? And it has failed, and failed terribly. There, Here we are, divorces that are all-time high, folks marrying three and four times and a good many growing old alone. This I have witnessed myself. We notice in scripture how God's people were under blessing when they obeyed God and when they disobeyed there was cursing and judgment. The God of the scripture of Old and New Testament still reigns today. We are not autonomous. We are accountable to God. God has made us and God is who we will stand before on that last day. God is God, and His ways are much higher than ours. We must obey, set our hearts to desire what God desires, or we will see judgment. We see this over and over in Scripture, doing evil continually. Scripture is true. Scripture is God-breathed, and we must not only be hearers, but doers. And that goes for what we are to do as wives. We are to be keepers of the home, not keepers of the business of our neighbors, we're not to be keepers of the synod or keepers of the church, but we are plainly told or called to be keepers of the home. I will not talk down to you. If you think I'm talking down to you or building up something that you have thought is unworthy, then it's you that have thought lowly of God's calling on your life as a wife and mother and keeper of the home. Do not believe me. Believe God in his word. Your calling is not the least bit unworthy but the very opposite, a noble and high calling. Proverbs 18.22, He who finds a good wife finds a good thing. Proverbs 12.4, An excellent wife is the crown of her husband. Proverbs 19.14, House and wealth are inherited from fathers, but a prudent wife is from the Lord. Proverbs 14.1,
The wisest of women builds their house, but folly with her own hands tears it down. Titus 2.5 To be self-controlled, pure, working at home, kind, and submissive to their own husbands, that the word of God may not be reviled. Proverbs 3.11-12 The heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not harm all the days of her life. The Lord has made clear to women for thousands of years where their rightful place is in the order of the family. His order was heeded without real disruption until pretty much the middle of the 19th century. As we see by looking back, these women were few in number and they all hated God and his order for the family. And we can also see that before this disruption of the family, society thrived and God blessed the land. Many times you'll have an objection at this point by the feminist disguised as a Christian and will pipe up with, but abuse was rampant, women could not vote, and the patriarchy was mean and abusive. And all of these things are easily disputed and proven false by just a cursory search of historical statistics. Abuse happened then, but abuse happens much more now. Women should not vote. Men are the heads of the household and they should have the only vote in society concerning their families, church, and society. And finally, God set up the patriarchy. It is good. Men are to lead their homes, church, and society. The twisting of scripture in the last 150 years has been thought a victory for the women's rights and the God-haters. But make no mistake, God will not be mocked. The God-haters had no victory. They only face a blistering final defeat. The mystery and destruction left in the aftermath of feminism is just now being realized in our society. Churches are encouraging divorce. Churches are becoming woke, which feeds the feminism, which seeks to control men, feminizes them, and causes them to be effeminate. If that's uncomfortable to you, in the very, in the very least, then you may have adopted the philosophy of the world and rejected what scripture plainly teaches. And I do not say that to be unduly abrupt or rude, but that's exactly where I came from. I came from a place of great feminist pride, a feminist pride that blended with scripture, hence voiding scripture completely and adopting my own self-made religion that set my pride above the word of God. When God spoke the feminist pride in me, when he broke it, it was painful and beautiful at the same time. In humbling me, he ripped my preconceived presuppositions that fed my wrong worldview. My worldview was not biblical, but feminist. Wife, mother, grandmother, I hope you're encouraged in your work at home. Your work is so valuable and goes mostly unnoticed, but that's okay. While that can hurt sometimes, remember, you are not going unnoticed by he that has called you to this noble work. God has called you and God is pleased in your obedience, your patience, or steadfastness. Sure, we do not always do our jobs perfectly, but we cannot do them perfectly. We are imperfect beings, but we have a wonderfully perfect Savior. When we fail, He does not. I encourage you to work. I encourage you to work at being keeper of the home to the glory of God. In everything you do, do it unto the Lord. No matter how small you think the chore, it is noble work. God's ways are higher than our ways, and we see his wisdom even in our history, our history rich with blessed by families that loved God and honored him in the home. 
obeying him and not paying any mind to the god of the age. At the core, the world's gods are self and materialism. These gods have always brought judgment to nations and the world. Christians say with God, Thus says the Lord, Stand by the roads and look and ask for the ancient paths where the good way is, and walk in it and find rest for your souls. Jeremiah 6.16 The world. But they say, We will not walk in it. Also, Jeremiah 6.16